you know, Spencer, a lot of times with these uh, ad reads, we have to uh, pretend that we like a product, but this is not one of those. Right. This Um, is just classic. We're classic podcast connoisseurs. We know what's up. Yeah, we love we do love MeUndies. Secrets out. That's not just talk. Right. We probably love solid cologne. Um, Yeah, definitely. uh, But we definitely love Matt Bronger. Um, Matt Bronger. He's a he's an old friend of mine. I won't say too old because you know it's showbiz. So let's <laughs> let's stay ageless. But he is a fantastic, wonderful person that I have always adored, and that I never spend enough time with, and never work with enough. But he is really funny and really kind and really awesome. And he has a podcast called Ding Donger. Oh, you know about it? No, wait. Yeah, no, it's okay. You can know about <laughs> no, it. No, I've heard ads for it. It seems like a great podcast. It's a weekly podcast with actor and comedian Matt Bronger. You can go for a spin with him as he shares stories, observations, and advice with episodes perfectly curated for half-hour car rides. Does that mean he's driving during the, p- p- the podcast? He better not be because that's my idea. Oh, shit. I wonder if that's done because that is my idea. Maybe you can go on Ding Donger. You know what you could do <laughs> is you can leave a voicemail message for him and he'll address it uh, on his podcast. Oh, wow. I don't have a number for that, but just know that you can do that. Well, I bet if you like and subscribe to it on iTunes, the number reveals itself to you. Yeah, this is already on the air. I'm acting like it's new. (laughs) Recent episodes have included tales of harrowing bike rides in Southeast Asia, horror stories from Chicago public transit, and advice about everything from the creative process to the terrifying nature of bird-eating insects. Just don't miss a single episode. (laughs) Make sure you don't... (laughs) Sorry. Make sure you don't... (laughs) Make sure you make sure you don't miss a single episode. Subscribe to Ding Donger with Matt Bronger on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Matt Bronger. He couldn't be brighter. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage, the new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. Hi, my name is Heather Graham, and I'm playing Dorothy Tyson in the movie The Last Rampage. The Last Rampage is a true story about uh, Gary Tyson and how his sons broke him out of prison. And uh, it's a very dark story. And Gary Tyson is not a good guy. I play his wife, and I'm super loyal and devoted to him, even though he's pretty much the worst person in the world. One thing I think is interesting about the movie is a lot of these movies, they tell a story about like, oh, this rebellious guy who was this cool gunslinger and, you know, he did it all these wrong things, but he did it for the right reason. And I think this story sort of turns that story on its head because it's got at first you think he's a cool guy, but then you're like, no, this guy is just like a selfish, self-centered, narcissistic jerk. I like stories about real people. I think sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Like, I mean, some of the stuff that happens, you just go, I can't believe this is real, but it's real. And then if you do more research, it's even stranger than the stuff they put in the script. It's just like, sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit TrueCrimeLive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at LastRampageFilm or on Facebook.com slash LastRampageFilm. Ladies and gentlemen... 
everyone. Welcome to Harmontown. Hi. I'm your guest controller, Ryan Ridley. And please welcome to the stage the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon. Thank you. Comptroller Ridley, thank you. Pleasure to have you here. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you for the Sugar Cube song. Yeah. Yeah. We were just talking about the Sugar Cubes. Yeah. That That's was, why you didn't want me yeah, to know what you were playing. Yeah, it was, it was a, little a little surprise. surprise. Yeah. yeah. It's very nice. Yeah. You're very, you're very intimate friend. Yeah. It's a callback. Yeah. Yeah. I have high hopes for you tonight. I think you're going to control very well. I, I'm, I'm feeling nervous right now, but really? I appreciate what, it. What's the, what, what's the worst thing that you think you might do? Say something that I think is going to be funny and then it's not funny. Say the funniest That's... thing you could think of right now. <laughs> let's just live through. Let's just live through the nightmare. <laughs> what's the funniest thing about pickles that you could even think of? my god well now i have to ad-lib something uh, i'll Jesus. do it i'll do a reverse improvised knock knock joke who's who's there knock knock I, who's there god damn it it better be pickle i've been i've been waiting for a pickle who's there it's a stork it's, the stork from the pickle yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, like, uh, why are you here at my door? <laughs> who, who are you? Stork who? <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know, Vlasic? Mr. Vlasic? Is that his name? All right, well, uh. come on in, come in. All right. <laughs> How are you? I'm um, great. I ordered pickles, I didn't know the stork would come. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, sit down, sit down. Thanks. I was just, I was just watching uh, The Wire. What's it about? Uh, crime. Uh -huh. uh, not pickles or babies. Yeah. I, know that's, I don't know if that's a stereotype. We sell pickles on corners where I come from. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're, you're familiar with the concept of controlling a corner, yeah. owning a yeah, corner. Yeah. yeah, these guys do that in The Wire. Oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. All right. Yeah. Let's keep watching. Six yeah. hours later. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, why are they focusing on the stevedores so much this season? Yeah, I, I, I miss Stringer Bell. I guess they're I guess they're trying to prove what is obviously the case, which is they're very good writers and they don't they're not drug dealer dependent. Uh huh. huh. Four hours later, <laughs> fucking Stringer Bell's back. Yeah, they caved. Uh, five hours later, that was a good finale. I'm gonna try to emulate that for season three of Community. A year and a half later, fuck! <laughs> Shit, fucked it. What, why is it trying to emulate The Wire on a sitcom? Uh, all right, so uh, I, got some, I got some bones to pick. Whew. Yeah, oh, see, how did it feel? You uh, said something like Shaking, well? man. Yeah, but now yeah. you know nothing can harm you. Yeah. Listen to these guys. You'll do the heavy lifting. You're eating out of here. I got some bones to pick. Oh, hi, Enti. Oh, Enti's back. Weren't you? What? It's Enti's birthday? Yeah. Oh, well, we'll do something Woo. special for Enti's birthday. I hope you wanted for your birthday me picking pop cultural bones. That's the name of our segment. There's, Ryan doesn't have an iPad or anything. So there's no. Uh, I can't improvise jingles. Yeah. I told you that. I want your girlfriend to come and play violin for the segment. Uh, she didn't bring yeah. her, her violin. Ryan's girlfriend's a violinist. Yeah. She's like an accomplished violinist. Like she's like third, fourth chair. 
And it goes by DEFCON, so that's better than first chair. First chair violin, you're in trouble. It means war is about to happen. Uh, you don't want to be that. Fourth, fourth chair is good. Uh, they still call it a fiddle at fourth chair. And then it, and then it becomes uh, slowly you work your way to a violin. And then, and then you jump forward to the timpani. I was I went to, I went to I went to a I went to a Ben Folds was at the Hollywood Bowl and I was why he works really well with these orchestras and stuff and there's this guy I mean I really want to talk about the I really have the like, goes like yeah that. the thirty questions I have for the symbol guy okay, I was watching him all night because I was like man like 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 is he like what like I'm sure I'm sure your girlfriend probably answer, could answer these questions she's probably been She's involved right there in, by the way yeah yeah well yeah. I, I don't like to look at her. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable around women and musicians, like so. She's double trouble for me. But what, Mia, could you, could you, are you capable of answering questions in front of a crowd about 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 about? Oh, okay, okay, no, no, okay. All right, I won't put you in a spot then. But it's like the guy, he sits in back, and then I was just watching him, and he's got the, he, sit, he sits there in silence for a while, and he's reading the music along with it, and he's like, yeah, no symbols on this page. <laughs> And then, and then he turns the page, and, and then you see him start to... He gets up. Super professional. I mean, he's in the L.A. Philharmonic, but he, oh, he just plays the cymbals. So it's like, is he... When he goes home... Does he is he like a massive drummer like 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 and he's and he's like well fucking the L.A. Phil is you know hard to get into so I'm honored to play just one part of the drum kit for <laughs> such a prestigious band but come see me tonight with fuckface at yeah. Spaceland yeah. and I will shred those fucking skins man and he's just sitting there like I, I hope my fucking conductor's in the audience. <laughs> And, 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 and then he, like, he, he, the night that his conductor comes, he, like, does a whole, like, fucking drum fill. Like, brr, 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 brr. And then he hovers his stick over a cymbal, and then he drops it. <laughs> and, he, and he goes, like, it's more, there's more to it than that, Mike. <laughs> and, and, my, and Mike's like, I just conduct. I don't write the fucking, what do you want, a cymbal symphony? You want me to write, like, a concerto for a cymbal? Psst. <laughs> The overture. All right. Uh, thank you for clapping. Uh, uh, for the president of the Lost Cause Department. All right. So here's my here's my bone I wanted to pick. All right. So I think that enough time has passed now to talk about this, and I don't think I'm going to talk about it insensitively. Nine uh, <clears throat> eleven. No. The the the. the do you, don't you think it was a little weird? I think thoughtful but weird when Princess Diana died mm -hmm. and Elton John just said, oh, this song's about her too. <laughs> his, his Marilyn Monroe song, that's like literally in the song. He's like, your name was Norma Jean and you changed it to Marilyn Monroe and this is a song about you. <laughs> And, and, yeah. then, and then Princess Diana died, and he's like, also, Princess Diana, you were also a candle in the wind. It's not, we didn't start the fire. <laughs> right, that, right. that covers everything. Yeah, he did. Well, yeah, that, see, Billy Joel, get, yeah, get he, Billy Joel did. Yeah, that. he thought, thought ahead. Yeah. Yeah. But he probably, yeah, he probably didn't like Princess Di. He, probably, he was probably like, good. Uh, <laughs> she, she did start the fire. I'm just going to add her death to my next song. Uh, nuclear War and Mario Kart and Princess Diana. 
Uh, he's just like, fucking, I'm just going to make some history about me. I'm Billy Joel. But El- Elton John, I don't know, was that a cool move to be like, uh, also, uh, it's also about you. And I, 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 also, like, the song itself, even when, it, when it, even when it was just about Marilyn Monroe, you just this isn't a rhetorical question. Just, just like, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Isn't it kind of a dick move to have your whole song be like, he's like, he's like, he's like, I, I didn't know you. I was too young. <laughs> you're old and you're dead. And then also like your, your candle blew out long before your legend ever did. Well, of course it, what the fuck are you talking? Why is that even a remarkable thing to say? Also, it's kind of rubbing your face. Like you're, you're, you're a corpse now, but people heard of you. <laughs> Wow. Like you have that in common with Attila the Hun. I'm sure I'm sure Marilyn Monroe Zombie would be like, yeah, but I'd rather be alive. I'd rather I'd rather my candle not have burnt out. Like and who are you? I don't know you. I'm too young. The bitch is back. Um He's not even that young. He's like, like he's. I think it was just a song about how he's. Uh, he's just like. You know, he's just like. Ah, look how young I was. I was just a kid when Marilyn Monroe died. Don't brag about that. <laughs> and then Princess Di dies, and he's like, guess what? Do do do. Write a new song. <laughs> All right. Obviously, you guys disagree, or are twenty five. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> fine. I really thought. Remember when I said I got something juicy to talk about? I couldn't wait. How, how yeah. sad is it that that was it? <laughs> As I, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you because I want your real reactions. Man. You're just, you're just sitting there. That's which is fine. <laughs> you're, I don't want you to start thinking that you have a job. Like, am I supposed to be talking more? Yeah, no. you keep looking at me. No, no, no. I just talk- like, should I? Um, no, that's Jeff probably no. Uh, shit, no, that's, I got that's, nothing. What happened? There? Did somebody just vape? Well, there was a puff of smoke that went up. Oh, maybe something started on fire. Sorry. Uh, okay, so. Uh, <laughs> these are all secondary to that topic. These are all these are all less interesting. I think I'm gonna like this one better. I got picked up from the airport once. Don't be sarcastic. I, I get it. You don't know who Elton John is. Maybe maybe you guys should write a song about it. <laughs> Goodbye, Elton John. <laughs> We were too young to know who you were too young to be singing about when you sang about being too young to know somebody that died. It seems to me you lived your life making one song about multiple people, never knowing which dead person to ride the coattails of. I would have liked to be mad about it, but I was just a kid when you were irrelevant. That song was already annoying before everyone else died that you made it about. All right. So I got picked up from the airport. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. and, 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 and I always ask a driver, so I like to make small talk, and I know what the drivers like to talk about. I always ask them, who's the most famous person? Or just name it, like, who's not even the most famous person? Just keep, tell me somebody that stuck out that, that drove in your car. You know, it's like a car guy you know they drive people they're mm-hmm. in LA definitely sometimes you hear oh Alan Alda was a really nice guy or Bruce Willis was mean to me or something like that it's kind of fun <laughs> this guy said he said well I I picked up a guy named D.L. Hughley and I, you know him and I said I've heard of D.L. Hughley I know who that is and 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 he and he said yeah he wanted the red door service uh-oh and I was like what what's red door service he's like yeah you, you know there's there's a, if you're famous, 
there's a red door at LAX you can be taken to. It's like a VIP door? I guess that's why you never see Harrison Ford like getting frisked at the airport. Like he doesn't just have a private jet. I like, saw Frank Langella once. Yeah. He's like purple door. Uh, but but like I guess there's a red door. I don't know. I I, I might Well, go- did he tell you more about it? I, he, What's I, it look like? I, I, he, said, I, <laughs> he said I pulled him up to a thing and it was like a red door. Huh? Like it started, was red. I, yes, that part. Okay, I don't remember that part oh. of the conversation. I just want to know, you know, what's up with the red door? I told you it was worse than the uh, thing. All right, so uh, yeah, I had a one. I had a barbecue today, saying goodbye to my assistant Daniela, who's uh, moving on to be a mother. Uh, yeah, you know what I said. Uh, no, I've, I already hired a new assistant. I'm sorry. I mean, I get to pick I, creme de la creme, man. I'm talking to people like, yeah, I used to roll joints for so and so. I'm like, okay, I, I was I t- took Rennie Harlan's dog to the vet. I'm like, yeah, well, what have you done for me lately? Uh, yeah, I'm pick I'm picking from the from the pros. Okay, so not that you, sir, are not. Uh, and not that assisting Rennie Harlan would chop your, would make you make you better. Um, <clears throat> so I had a goodbye party for her. Yeah. And there were balloons. We got a tank of helium. Oh. And, and I saw. I can see where this is going. And I saw. And I saw this big helium tank. It looks exactly like a propane tank. And, I, and Aaron was like, can you put that over there? And I was like, fuck, man, my back. This is going to be a bummer. Um, and I went and picked it up. Tanks of helium are very light. <laughs> it's like a metal tank filled with something lighter than air. And I was like, <laughs> I was so overjoyed by that. I was like, this is like a joke. It's like a cartoon. Like The, tank, it, the tank is light. Does it's it got- technically make it lighter than the tank if it was empty? You know I, what I, mean? is I it would subtract? think so because it's, it's it's lighter than wow. air. That's why balloons float. Yeah, it's lighter than air. Right. If you put enough helium into, I guess, a thin enough tank, uh-huh. <laughs> you could fly. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's it's a dirigible, right? That's uh-huh. uh yeah. I don't. I just, tanks of helium are lighter. You guys should have. You guys should have been more into the candle. What, and the what's wind in stuff. a bl- uh, a blimp? <laughs> I could have done it 30 minutes on it, but you were, you know, I hit a sandbar with you and I moved on. I moved on to shit. You deserved it. What's in a blimp? What's in a blimp? Yeah. What, uh, hydrogen? Hydrogen? Helium? So really? Well, well, now helium, but hydrogen when it blew up the, 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 oh, the humanity one. Yeah. Hindenburg. You know, a lot of people survived the Hindenburg because they just jumped off. It yeah. Close it, enough to the it ground. It wasn't that high up. Yeah. I'm sure they were like, fuck. And not that many people died either. Yeah. yeah. How, many, how many people? The guy was being a drama queen. The, the, oh, the humanity yeah. guy? <laughs> Literally, like, 16 people died. Well, he I mean, was I a guess dumb... you're sensitive, but, he, should, he should have said, oh, the blimpery. <laughs> oh, the overhead. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, the insurance yeah. paperwork. <laughs> this is going to be a week of yeah. tough work yeah. down at Lloyd's of London. <laughs> I mean, the thing that everybody fantasizes about with the plane crash, people actually did on the Hindenburg. Like, I can just jump off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they probably, hurt themselves. They, they must but... have, I mean, those 16 people were probably, like, kind of cooler, more confident people. <laughs> like, they, they looked up and saw an entire 
blimp burning up the entire thing. And they were like, I, you know, they wouldn't let us on this thing if they didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna hang out. Uh, that's the part of the blimp that no one uses. It's a bunch of hi- hydrogen. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna you know people panic too much. <laughs> Those are the 16 people. The other people were like, it's 50 feet. I'm, I can make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ryan is uh, oh. half Irish, half Jewish. It's, I'm not half Irish. Well, but mean? I'm half not Jewish, is what you're trying to say. So what's the half that's not Jewish? Hey, is that Irish? No, it's English, German, yeah. uh, other stuff but that's but close to Irish. Your yeah. name is Ridley. Ridley. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm Ryan Ridley. Yeah. No, it does, yeah. I suppose you'd like a taste of me magic yeah. popcorn. <laughs> if I was half Irish, then I wouldn't focus on the Jewish part so much. Right. Because just... Irish competes with that identity. So right, I, it kind of evens you out. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm nothing. I'm like a bunch of random other European. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that kind of kills my. Uh... <laughs> I was well, thinking. You're not. I mean, your bit that you told me, you're not ha- Irish, right? I'm like half yeah. Irish, half Polish, Just you, do, half Cherokee. For, for the point of your bit, you can do Jewish and. I don't goyim. know if my bit, my bit was, it was kind of, my bit was a bit. Like the uh-huh. idea that it was a bit was a bit. Uh huh. <laughs> Well, we could do. We could realize your, your your nightmare of doing a bad bit. Like, uh, I, I well, it sounds idea. like I don't have to do anything. Ryan is <laughs> Ryan is half Jewish, half Irish. I, I could, to the extent that that's true, I'm fully Irish. Uh, and uh, uh, and then we have our friend Dave Horowitz, who I think is full blown Jew. Yeah, absolutely. Like, tilt, full tilt. Yeah. Fucking, like actually seven seven points on his star of David. <laughs> Uh, there's just an extra one there for just just for safety. Yeah. Uh, so, and I thought the joke would be this is the hackiest. I, 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 that you <laughs> that we we would have him stand on one side and me stand on the other, and we we would get questions or uh, hit, hit you with scenarios, and then we would give you advice from each side. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't. It's 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 like once you explain that bit, it's over. Like. <laughs> Like doing it isn't isn't it doesn't it doesn't really work. I mean that depends on you guys. Yeah. If you come up with really funny answers. Like let's just do the most obvious. Like D- Dave Horowitz, can you come up? Uh, are you here? Yeah, yeah. Oh okay. All right. A full Jew. Yeah. Full 100%. Jew. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Give us. Get, what's your curriculum vitae? Like, uh, how Jewish? Like, like, like just prove your. Yeah, like, what do you? You're not just. You're you're really Jewish. I mean, uh, I'd say like um, maybe like not religiously, which is what all Jews say. So right there. Yeah, you're more right. Jewish now. Uh, I talk with my hands exclusively, so very could Jewish. be Italian. Yeah. Well, TV writer. Right. Okay. There, that tilts it over. Really, there are no Italian TV yeah. writers. So. Also, you can't see, but like I'd say, like the most Jewish is from nose to like this is the most Jewish. <laughs> Have you ever seen a more Jewish thing than this nose and these eyebrows? It's a very bad podcast bit, but right. Google Google image search me right now, right. and you'll see. He's pointing at like he's very. He's got Eugene Levy eyebrows. Yeah, but like. But, but you like, pull it off. You're a handsome man. But like, if Eugene Levy was in like maybe like a band, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
It's Silver Lake. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they were doing kind of well, like. You know, maybe like they were being scouted. They weren't signed, but like an indie label was maybe interested yeah. in Eugene Levy's band. Right. Uh, all right, so let's just try this hack bit. Okay, so, so Ryan, uh, so, someone, someone, someone ask. Wait, how does it work? If we, so, I guess uh, I your bit. So, someone, 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 uh, someone name a situation for. <laughs> For Ryan, a topic, a topic. Condoms. Condoms? Okay, condoms. Okay. All right. So Ryan, the topic is condoms. All right, I got it. I got it. All right, listen. I I am I'm at my place with a woman. Just brought her home. Don't know her. Met her at bar. Yeah. Listen. Trust me. It makes sense. Wait, how did it go down? Hold on, what did you say? What did you say to her to get her back I to your had place? Some moves. What name one of them? Well, I mean, what would it what would an Irish person say? Did did you write her a poem? It's the worst bit ever. It's just the worst. I'm kind of enjoying how bad it is. I've got a real question. A Jewish person might say, like, hey, I have that Woody Allen PBS documentary DVR if you want to watch the first part of it. Maybe we'll get to the second part unless we get distracted. And then you do that. Man. The first part's like two hours. Yeah. You gotta ease into it. You gotta wait until the first hour is over to put your arm over. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, what, what, if I was Irish, what should I do to take home some bar skis? I guess is the. <laughs> Scenario. She can be a nice girl. <laughs> That's what Jew would say. An Irish guy. She can be uh. a nice girl, Ryan. I uh, I think you should uh, just take her down to the ocean and watch it not compromise. Rub two lumps of coal together. To symbolize the unmitigated freedom. Uh, should I use a condom? I guess is the. No, you, you've got to make more Irish children. To... Jewish, a Jewish person would tell you to wear like the tight, like wear two, wear Separate, three, yeah, and have yeah. her you know wear how many one. Diseases there are. Have her be yeah. in another room when you're having sex. <laughs> You can never be too safe, honey. What? I'm definitely more Jewish. Yeah. Well, you, you, I was with you when you, when you Jewed out. You. Yeah. I want Is that an acceptable phrase? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. What else could you call it? Uh, I was. I used to talk to. I was. I, when we were back in the early two thousands, like when you you were like, I started to watch you start to become increasingly Jewish. Like it was like you were you, you were like Eric Stoltz in The Fly Two. You know, like you were a normal kid, and then you were like, and you started climbing the walls a little bit. And... Wait, what? How did the transformation start? He, I, I, start I, I, don't, I, I think you just started going to shul a lot. Yeah, uh, that's true. And, uh, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, and and I'm I, I always fascinated with mythology and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Judeo-Christian mythology in particular. We had a lot of interesting, provocative conversations yeah. about, uh, you know, uh, whether the sequel holds up and stuff. And, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and then you, and then you're like, I'm going to Israel, and I'm like. <laughs> 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 
See you when you get back. You didn't like that? It's well, like going to the Disneyland of mythology. I, I rode the rides, man. <laughs> you have to be this high to wail at this wall. <laughs> you can't. Uh, the uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I well, I was just losing a friend. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't do long distance relationships. I'm not going to Skype with you with your little beard and your tassels or whatever. But you did. I do well as a bit like for a show. I did the. I had you send a recording. Yeah. I pretended it was a Skype conversation uh, in a video. Yeah. Yeah. Did I don't, you grow a beard? Fuck yeah. Oh. He had a. He looked like fucking. It's amazing. <laughs> like 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 it's it's like it, it, it. I guess it is like a thing. Like 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 you could just like. Uh, it, 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 it just it, grows when you step off the plane, right? Like when you get onto <laughs> yeah. Israeli soil. And just... When you see like a like an Orthodox is that the right term? An Orthodox yeah. Jew like 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 uh, walking in that neighborhood in L.A. Like and you see the Indiana Jones hat and the like beard and the and the and the witness Amish suit. You know the 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 the. I, I, you always go like like wow that's such an alien weird thing but my friend went over to Israel and he just like he got on this Skype thing and it was like he looked like he wasn't doing a bit like it wasn't like a prop beard like like yeah. it, that is just what what, well, what anyone can look like if they spend well, enough time I had the beard was real and I think I threw on a jacket because I brought a suit but I mean I found that hat just laying around well, literally gosh. like i was like oh there's seven of them okay this yeah. one fits <laughs> I'm sure they're just like, i don't i didn't have one of these blowing down the streets yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, i've i've never been to israel but i'm pretty sure that they like pull some kind of weird uh like mystical voodoo on you to make to like ba basically make you grow the beard like my brother went on birthright which is like a free trip you can go on up till i think 26 and uh he wasn't religious at all and he <laughs> Call. I feel so bad for him because he got swindled because he's such a sweetheart. But he called me. It was like 4 a.m. his time. And he went, David. I was like, yeah. And he goes, it's the motherland. Uh. <laughs> he's so... And I was like, what? What's that, buddy? And he's like, it's the motherland. It's so beautiful. I'm like, I bet it is. What happened? And he's like, I went to this store and this... This woman told me that I reminded her of her son who was fighting in the Golan Heights. And I was like, oh, no, you got swindled. How much money did you spend? And she's like, she gave me this pendant. And she said it was his. And I was, she said, I wanted, I want you to have this. And I was like, how much? How much? And he's like, it was $350. And I was like, no. Because uh, you know that the second he left the store, she just took another pendant and put it on the thing. It was like, you remind me of my son. Uh, well, the truth is, a lot of people there look like her son. Yeah, I mean, that's true. It's a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and she just has a box of her son's stuff. She's not really swindling people. She's just like, fuck. If you see another guy, oh, never mind. Uh, but she's always charging three hundred fifty dollars. This is my son's corn T-shirt. He would have wanted you to have it, but he would have wanted you to pay me three hundred fifty dollars to get seventeen boxes of corn T-shirts uh, printed on Cafe Press. Um, the uh, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's delightful. I think I think I think I think wasps uh, uh, suffer from lack of mythology, lack of rites of passage. We have confirmation, maybe kind of some. A lot of kids out here probably had confirmation, maybe if they were Catholic enough. Mm -hmm. um, the, but but there's really 
some some people got drunk and had to go hunt with their dads and kill a deer maybe uh i think that's probably a thing of the past most of us got in a fight with someone on prom night but but there's not like there's not enough of the not enough of the you, you know the, as the, if bar mitzvah these days are so pure the bar, <laughs> ritualistic well, well that's another topic though it's like the the secularization of of uh of the theology and judaism like hasn't like cr- cr- made it less functional like I, it, it, that's what i like I, as a as a as a jewophile whatever the word is uh like I, I i'm always jealous of the fact that it's like yeah they figured it out they got they got a religion where they believe in, a, in an entity that they can have one foot in one foot out they can get their shit done the focus is on community and family it's not it's not based on this mcdonald's like hey fuck it hey, whose city wants one you can have one here's your here's your big mac maker uh what the health department closed you down we don't know you um the, the, where, where, where there's a, there's no vatican in judaism there's no like it's not like subway you know it's not like this is like Subway's also a great company. Uh, that being able to shoot outdoors in season six may be totally reliant on. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to connect those dots. Subway actually, I think, I think Subway would probably say they wouldn't say this, but they would, if on, on off record, they might say, no, we function more like Judaism than Christianity because I don't. I think the reason why Subway is able to be so game is that they actually are. They're like a disbanded group of franchises. Like they don't, there isn't like a central capital where where it's like I'm Mr. Subway and I'm angry. I want to take over the world. Who's who's not helping me? Like, Subway is more. Jewish than Christian. If, if, if you, if you, if you, if there's 12 Subway employees in, in one place, that's a minion. You can make new rules for Subway. I think that's really cool. And you know, when you, if you bring a baby into Subway, they will cut his little wiener and suck the blood with their mouths. Is, they might. Uh, they might. Is community like the cool Christian church that plays guitar? <laughs> cool yeah we get it yeah. <laughs> the right. pastor that like sits backwards in I his mean, chair like guys let me rap to you about a friend of mine named jc yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like like well i guess the, okay that's the thing judaism and christianity have in common they always bury the lead <laughs> it's all like, no one can be genuinely proud like those christian shows for kids that are like 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 listen this show's called how to rock for jesus <laughs> Get your parents to do whatever you want. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. I know the guy who wrote the book on being radical. It's Jesus Christ. <laughs> like they, like they draw you in. That's like, like, like 20 minutes into a, into a 40 minute Kirk Cameron tape you're watching. You know, that's it's just called Super Dude, and it's just like 20 minutes in. It's like Ecclesiastes 113 says, "Oh man." <laughs> Yeah, these girls came up to me at a mall when I was in, like 16 and were like, hey, you, you, you want to go to a party tonight? I'm like, do I? Yeah. <laughs> Turns out it was church. Church? That was the big thing in my neighborhood, Brown Deer, Wisconsin. It was the, the lock-ins. We're having a lock-in. Like the cutest girls in high yeah. school. We're, there's going to be a lock-in. Like they didn't know that they were 
<laughs> advertising this thing. Like they didn't. It was just a natural, organic thing that was happening. It was like some studly dude with a guitar and long hair, who then like all the girls have crushes at him. He sends them out. Like, why don't you guys go tell all your friends? Like, let's let's fucking let's let's just hang out tomorrow. We gotta lock the doors, you know, for you know, just because, you know. <laughs> Not, not because anyone's gonna want to leave once I reveal why we're actually there. It's, it's just so that, it's just so that non-rocking people can't get in after midnight. This you know? is high school. Yeah, just like kids you went to school with, or kids in the in the town, or yeah, it's a small midwestern town. So there was a, you know, there was a lot of people that loved loved them some Jesus. It's such a culty vibe. It, it would always. I mean, there was just church youth groups. They're everywhere. I mean, that's like 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 you. There's I'm sure by applause how many people went through a. Through, through a small Christian phase in their teenage years, like, you don't know. See, whoa! It's 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 our shul. It's our it's our Israel. It's our. Is anyone going through our... a Christian phase now? <laughs> that... <laughs> that, that's it's cool that's to do when you're an adult. Wait, I want to try one. Uh, has anyone been to a bar mitzvah where they had uh, blow up inflatable saxophones? <laughs> yeah, inflatable saxophones is my religion. <laughs> How many Jews are in the audience? <laughs> is your mother Jewish? Oh. More then people you... clap that time than the uh, who's Jewish. Yeah. So you explained to me the reason for the mother rule is, of course, because there, before paternity tests, before modern society, if you, you had to know, yeah. the only way you could know for sure who you... Who you where you came from was the mother's side. It was like side. rape proofing it, right? I, I, That's yes. what somebody told me. Yeah, because there's a lot of Roman soldiers. If you go, if you go by paternal lineage, you can start to fudge the books, but uh, but it's hard to fake a birth. Uh, so 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 Jewishness goes by the mother's side. If you're if you're half Jewish on your mom's side, you're allowed to just go. I'm I'm totes Jewish. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry about my dad getting in there, but it won't happen again. I will carry this torch. Yeah. Um, I will go on J date and I will. The, the Jewish mother versus Jewish father creates a real like school day schism amongst oh, the yeah? half Jews. Yeah, yeah, she knows what I'm talking about. Well, wait, Is that so, true? What? Wait, what do you mean? Spike Lee's school days. What you, yeah, no, we know that. <laughs> Let me explain something. It's a movie that Spike Lee. Did. What do you? Why? What's the controversy? Is it just uh, like? She knows what I'm talking about. Uh, well, why are you putting it off on her? What do you? Yeah, you're right. I guess I'm the one with the mic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the half Jews whose mother are Jewish kind of has like, well, I'm, I'm the real Jew. You're not. You're just a half Jew biologically. It's, I'm not saying it's good. You're saying there are there are Jews who are born on their mom's side, half Jews who, yeah. who oh, would so it's like look it's down like, their nose at the ones whose dad look down Jewish. their. Prodigious yeah. noses. <laughs> they're, they're not, yeah. <laughs> not, don't take this lightly. I'm going to look down my nose. <laughs> I, it's taking me a long time to look down this nose, so know that I mean it when I say it, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, man. D Dave Horowitz was looking down his nose at me the other day. It's, it took forever. It's exhausting. <laughs> he had to take a break halfway through a glass of water. Uh, <laughs> that nose thing. I guess I've seen. I guess I know it. I guess I've, I guess I've seen the nose thing. But yeah, that, you're looking at it. You don't have a big nose. No, you don't. Not at all. Not even close. You have Eugene Levy eyebrows. That's you, you don't have. You do. But not. like we agreed, the this cooler version. 
the 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 cooler. Oh yeah, version. no, the hip. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But like, I'm saying that's crazy. That's some like, kind of body. Like he called, you like, have body dysmorphia if you think your nose is unusually. I'm just saying that Eugene Levy, I am, would like want you to call him Gene. You know what I'm <laughs> that's all. That's all. That's all. Maybe it's my. I have like like you know kind of face blindness, self-diagnosed aloofness. Uh, so maybe I just don't see noses. How could you miss it? I uh, I um, embarrassingly was unaware of what a uh, minority. Uh, I was in as a Jew because like the town I grew up in is small and it was it's at this point like 74% Jewish more temples than churches uh, and I got to school and like college and nobody like I, everyone I talked to was like you're like uh, and they would they thought for a half a second like you're like the third Jewish person no 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 hold on that guy what the second I think you're the second Jewish person I've ever talked to and I couldn't believe it and uh, and I experienced such like mild anti-Semitism because it would just be like a kid on my floor who was super drunk would be like, so you're Jewish? And I'm like, uh-huh. So like, you don't, like Christmas is like not. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like, do you don't do? I'm like, no, we don't. I don't. My family doesn't do it. And he's like, well, that fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, well, because they, they grew up in the same same scenario you did, except the other way around. Because mm -hmm. I, I, I was like, I, I don't know, I guess there might have been some Jewish kids around. It's just like, it wasn't introduced, I wasn't indoctrinated into it until, like, it, it slowly trickles into your awareness, because you're just talking about a bunch of white people. Like, yeah, like yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a lot easier to get indoctrinated into racism on the, on the grade school playground. Uh, and, and then, and then, it, and then it's more of a, like, high school, college thing. Like, you slowly hear this weird word that doesn't mean anything. And then you meet, and then you go to college and you meet someone that, and you go, like, okay, so what's that? And you ask them a bunch of weird questions the way that yeah. you might ask a black person weird questions if you hadn't been, if you didn't grow up around them, you would, which would be mildly racist <laughs> because of your strange, misdirected, like, seeking of uh, truth and well-roundedness. <laughs> but then, and then also you just observe like, oh, not everyone's last name ends in like Wits or Stein or like Gold or Burr. Yeah, there's a lot of shit to get straight. I mean, it's a lot, like, of, lot more Smiths outside of Sharon, Massachusetts. A lot more. <laughs> ah, Jews. All right. <laughs> hey, Dan? Yeah? Can I have some more vodka? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't usually serve it, but you're doing great. Uh, Way to go, Ryan. Ryan Ridley! Hey, Auntie. This one's for, this one's for Auntie's birthday. Auntie's been moonlighting at other podcasts. But we're always happy to see him. All right, so. What else uh, you got? What's that? What else you got? Well, I want to bring out. I want to bring out my uh, uh, my rabbi friend Spencer Crittenden. Woo! Yeah. All right. I know. I got to play my first high five. That was Spencer. a really good high five. That was the weirdest. I didn't get a high five from. Spencer. I was about to say, you know, who didn't get a high five? Yeah. Ryan Ridley. <laughs> All right, a lot of backstory to Spencer and I's relationship. It's a very complex and storied history. <laughs> it'll come through. It'll 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 shine. It always shines through. It always shines through. Do you have something you want to say, Spencer? I have so many things that I want to say right now. 
right, well, no, say, say one of them. <laughs> okay, what was all this you were saying about helium, Dan? Because I had some issues. Uh, it's, it's lighter than air? It sure is. And the, so the tank is lighter. It is lighter than if you had a tank equally sized of, uh, say, you know, like... Uh, air. Nothing. Propane. Yeah. Or, or air. It's still not, you know, it's not, it's not lighter than air on its own. It's just, it's, it's pressurized, so it's, it's denser than air. But even pressurized, it's lighter than pressurized air. It's lighter than uh, equally pressurized air, yeah. So, uh, so, so, so looking at a tank of helium that looked like a, t- a similar tank of propane, I was yeah. like, uh, the reason why I was amazed as I lifted it up is because of what was inside it. Helium. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I don't have any issues then. It just sounds like you're saying, oh, it's floating away. It's this helium. No, no. I mean, I don't. It's possible. They got to get that shit in blimps. It's possible that the same way they dye cheddar cheese orange, like, because otherwise you wouldn't think it was cheese. um, They they might make helium tanks lighter material. You know what? So that you're like, like, so that people are shopping for helium. They're like, oh, fuck this brand helium. (laughs) That tank's fucking, like, 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 you can barely lift it, Martha. Oh, look at this. This is the light stuff. This is a good one. <laughs> That's a good tank. What's weird about the cheese thing you were talking about is they get you on both sides with the cheese. They dye it orange. They're like, oh, this is cheese. This is what cheese looks like, orange. And then they come back with you on the backside. How about this fine aged white cheddar? Yeah. It's just the same cheese without fucking dye in it. And they say it's better. Yeah. But then they say it's good cheese because it has dye in it. I'm upset about cheese. <laughs> I think you should be. It's a lot better things. I've been. That's the best thing I've been upset about in a while. I gotta say, Spencer. I think that, uh, and I only say this because I'm a cheddar enthusiast, and yeah. I'm not trying to step on anything you're saying. But I thank you. Uh, uh, I think that maybe when it's extra sharp or sharp, it tends to be white, and then regular levels of sharpness that's the orange so maybe that's how they're distinguishing it you know outside of tillamook i don't know what to say but (laughs) a lot of a lot of cheeses are very sharp as well as orange so i mean i don't i don't know this is a great argument to have i think i don't know if it counts as an argument (laughs) i'm arguing i think it does well now it definitely is well i well I agree with you, so now it's not an argument. Well, I disagree. Well, I guess... You disagree with me agreeing with you. Agreeing with you, yeah. Hey, Spencer. Hey, Ryan Ridley. What's your favorite level of sharpness? Um, when I have, I'd say, you know. Wait, wait, wait. I just want the record to show that Ryan gave me a very yeah. sly look when he asked yeah, that yeah. question. Yeah. Watch like, this. I think I finally figured this controlling out. Like, the trap has been set. I'm about to let her rip. <laughs> Extra sharp, I guess. You so know? You go all That's the, the right answer. All right. Wait, that's I, I could have made that up. <laughs> ask me what my Maybe favorite ask me what my favorite type of denim is. What's your favorite type of denim? Uh, uh, high grade best denim. <laughs> He's right. That's extra a good grade. Sharp might be too sharp for some people. Anybody? Anybody? Oh, well, why sharp? did you tell him he was right when he said extra sharp? If because it's all did you hear how just... two people clapped? I because I am right. <laughs> all right. We gotta get Ryan's cheese opinions. All right, if you've just tuned in, uh... (laughs) (laughs) if you decide, if you ask yourself what's going on in minute fifty-four of a podcast, (laughs) 
This may become a spin-off podcast of cheese craftsmen. Uh, we went to Holland uh, once, me and Aaron and Rob Schraub and his uh, uh, wife, and uh, we somehow, like, we had asked the travel agent, like, uh, Eric, she was like, you want me to help you have a good time? Uh, and, and, uh, not like that, that sounds weird. <laughs> Uh, they, and, 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 and we're like, yeah, I guess. And she's like, you know, you should take a tour of the windmills and where they make the cheese and stuff. And it was like, we were like, okay, at some point someone agreed to this. So, so I think someone just asked the hotel owner, like, could they, could, did, would, is there someone that would want to take them out and look at the windmills and the cheese? And then that guy must have been like, okay, sure. And then got off the phone and was like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> and called another guy. So long story short, like we get one morning, we all have to get on our winter clothes and, and go out in the front of the hotel where this guy who we, he's a cab driver. And he's just the guy that the hotel owner knows. Like, Can you drive them to the windmills? And he's a then, fixer. And then also, yeah, like, like uh, here's some extra money. Tell them about the windmills and the cheese. And so this guy was just walking around chain smoking, talking about the windmills. But he was just a guy. And, and, we, too, and we went into this cheese factory, and that's when it got really weird. Because he walked in, and he was, like, trying to earn his this money he made. But he was just a cab driver. But he was in this cheese cheese museum and factory so he was like walking up onto the exhibits and fucking with cheese like touching the exhibit cheese and then people would come over and and yell at him in Dutch and then he'd say something in Dutch back and be pointing at us and I, 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 I was clearly saying like look I have these four American people like I'm being paid a lot of money and I'll give you I'll give you 20% if you let me keep rolling with this and they would kind of walk away confused go back behind the gift counter and he's like churning shit like with the fucking like don't touch this there's like he's behind the velvet rope going and then there's other tourists gathering and going like oh this guy's uh, uh, talking about how to make cheese he doesn't work there he had he had lost his mind he was a rogue cheese exhibitor and it was like and then he and he's like and then we do this and then we do that and he's like you kept using the word we and every, I'm looking around at everyone in their dirndles and their wood shoes and their napkin hats or whatever and they're like like rolling their eyes and like like what who I don't the cab driver has taken over the museum he's lost his mind we don't have police here uh, we just have a bunch of cameras like, weed is legal I, 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 so what is this and and, and and the guy like is just showing us how they make cheese he grates some he like peels off a slice and then he goes and we do this and we do this and we do this and then we eat it and it's good and he just eats it he eats the museum cheese he ate it and he was talking Talking with his mouth full, he's eating cheese from the. It was museum cheese. Well, that's he that's ate gross. it. I it mean, could have been museum? like the cheese that George Washington brought to Holland. <laughs> he didn't know anyone there or what was going on. He just. He's not. He's not handling it with. He doesn't have. This is a dumb question. No gloves, right? No. No. Oh, cigarette, nicotine, fingers, just cheese. He's in the fucking. There's mannequins next to him. That's the environment he's in. He's on a st 
stage behind a rope designed to keep normal people like cab drivers from going up and using what is essentially a fake kitchen to go, oh, let's make some cheese. No, we put a rope so you don't. There's a mannequin pretending to make cheese in 1820. That's what this is for, is for looking. You're, he's, and he's bumping into shit. And he's fucking, he's got one of those caps on. He just, he's just, it looks like Benny Hill. Did, did he seem like he knew what he was talking no! about? No! Okay, no! Right. No! I should have known. Like, he knows that cheese is old milk. That's it. He knew everything I know about cheese, and he had an accent. And he just, and then he was just eating shit. And then we were walking around. We just felt like the worst, like American shitty third act of uh, of, of fucking Wall-E people, you know? Like we just felt like we were these big fat boneless Americans that had like co-opted some guy, and he was like explaining to them money, 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 mm, cheese, cheese, cheese. Now my son get his teeth fixed. Yes, yes. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, hegemony. I mean, that sounds like a better tour than you'd ever get from an official cheese museum tour. Well, I, I feel like you I, I lucked mean, out. I, I wouldn't have gone to a cheese museum, but <laughs> I, I often, every once in a while, can look over at my fiance and go, do you remember when uh, the cheese museum? <laughs> yes, I do. And that's kind of fun. That's good. Yeah. That's what traveling's really about. In the moment, it felt very awkward. Did he offer you any of the cheese? No. No, what? that's the weirdest part. That's that is the question. weirdest part. He ate it in front of everyone. People were taking pictures of him. They thought he was like some kind of performer, like an improviser, like a cheese mascot. Like I'm a representative. I don't know anything, but I'm enthusiastic, and that's yeah. enough. Or that he was part. That he worked there. They sh they thought what they should have thought. Like like because the. I, uh, I don't know how long you could do that before someone tases you. I don't, I don't, the, but museum staff just gave up. They were like, we, we don't want to touch they this. They did because he was just insistent. They said they did all a human should have to do, which is please, clearly, I don't speak their language, but they were clearly saying, please, please stop. Yeah. Please stop. Please stop running around. Someone please. tells me Our private property, like banging into things, knocking over mannequins yeah. and stealing cheese. Please <laughs> stop doing that. They, they don't give up that easily at the Louvre. I know that much. <laughs> yeah. I go, all right, he's fucking with the Mona Lisa. I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, so you should go there. I mean, I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> it's weird. Windmills are weird. <laughs> you know what those? You know what those things do on the inside? When you see a picture of a windmill, you're like, why do they make those? It's just like big pinwheels. You know, mm -hmm. when you're a kid, you're like, why do they? Well, that's a lot of work to put into. You know, the you know, those things on the inside. They most of them they uh, saw lumber. You know what they do with it? They make more windmills. <laughs> The windmills are like a virus. Like, they take over the T cells, and then yeah. they just like. We if if, if, if we hadn't stopped these people in their tracks, yeah. our world would be covered with windmills for no reason. Other, they wouldn't be generating electricity. They would just be, be generating more windmills. windmills. <laughs> <laughs> we would make first contact, and the flying saucer would bump off of the Earth because it would, there would be these fucking blades spinning everywhere. You know, they would have eventually started making them out of plastic, and they would have been toxic. <laughs> Very interesting, though. 
they 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 make windmills over there. Like they uh, there's people that make them just like they used to. Like, like we're only going to use the equipment they used to use. It just seems like so. God, you got to really be into something. Like I I I was like like why that? Like like, like we're just going to use. I'm just a, I'm I'm a like we think Civil War reenactors are weird. These windmill reenactors. They're like we're going to make a windmill. We're not going to use any hammers. We're not going to use anything made no, of metal. Is there new cutting edge windmill technology? I, oh, yeah, I'm sure. There definitely is. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you mean like the things that generate wind power, like electricity? They don't just the... saw wood anymore. Yeah. What do they do now? They generate electricity. I don't know if you can, can, do. You it. call those windmills though? Yeah. I, I, I call them windmills. Wood, yeah. I call They're them mills. Wind. <laughs> <laughs> I get like being into some OG windmill shit. It's like you know, guitar dads who like will only use yeah, tube amps. Sure you know, boards. like. Who have like a man cave full of like old tube amps and they got to get them replaced at like one guitar shop in Calabasas and they know the guy behind the counter. Like I'm sure that's how like vintage windmill heads are. <laughs> oh, when I was when I was programming, like I I was I you know I used the the VI editor and I didn't want to use my mouse. I used the keys. You know, like it's a 35 year old like editor. I want to I want to design my own web page editing with text on an SSH uh, connection or whatever. I guess I was into the purity of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, like when I went to film school, they make you edit film on a like a Steenbeck, like an old school like spinning yeah. plates. Kind of your little thing. white gloves, and you're like splicing. Yep. And your little like pencil to mark where an edit was. And, and they're like, like, okay, so now you know how that works. Here's okay. Final Cut. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it was such a colossal waste of time, and the, my only takeaway from it is like that's the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah. You're like that's why this mouse clicker is shaped like that. That's why they use that icon. Yep. <laughs> Because it's based on some guy with a white glove. Just, yeah, sitting there. And the other thing I learned is, like, don't set an entire opened but full orange juice on one of the spinning plates that the film goes on. I, yeah, that was, like, four hours of my life. But the film got done. The montage of my friend dancing on the street set to an RJD2 beat got done, and I got an A. And then I moved to Los Angeles. So, I mean... Did it get an A because in between uh, you would just flash the words capitalism or something? Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of deep meaning. Hey, uh, hey Dave. Mm-hmm. Was it uh, pulp or pulp-free? <laughs> yeah, I found my niche. <laughs> you did it! He did it! Yeah. Come on! What a great night for Comptroller Ryan Ridley. Wow. This guy's great. He cares, he cares about the minutia of things you ingest. That's his angle. Ridley Source. You know, Jeff wears suits. You ask questions about eating. A round of applause. Crunchy peanut butter. <laughs> I heard somebody booing. All right. All right. Creamy peanut butter. Wow. Even. That's a 50-50 split. But the creamy people were, were yelling and they, going, woo! Well, the but, creamy seem forced. Like, they're like, we really got to yeah, stand got up for creamy. Well, how many, how many people are ambi peanut butter? How many people can do crunchy or creamy? Oh, really? Not that many. Yeah. Well, why I, would I, I you even bother with creamy is what I want to know. I can so, sometimes it's good. I don't know. I like both. I wouldn't want either to be both. outlawed. <laughs> This is the gentlest conversation that's ever happened on this stage. 
we finally, yeah, we're, we're going to be 85 years old and we can still have the same conversation. That's what's nice about it. Like, oh, those ladies' sh- skirts keep getting shorter. <laughs> but peanut butter? This is like the first 20 minutes of those Kirk Cameron Christian movies. Like, <laughs> hey, man. Hey, if you want to know how to get the most peanut butter in the world, I'm going to tell you. It's, it's about the power of positivity. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Pray. Get pray for it. Pray. This is what drives me nuts about Christianity. New, not Christianity, the actual mythology, like, 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 which I think is I enjoy. The story of a guy who got killed on purpose. This is awesome. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. It is truly like one of the top three greatest stories ever told. Um, I'm gonna go Iron Giant and Monster House for the other two. You're saying you have a problem with the people who tell the story I have and how pro- they tell it. I have a problem with something that, I, that, that by proper definitions shouldn't even be called Christianity, which is this like, you know, this kind of weird capitalist. We're wearing suits and we're talking about Jesus and we even tell people, you don't even have to read the Bible. You know what's great about uh, Christianity? He's knocking at your door. All you got to do is accept him as your personal Christ and Savior, the blood of the blood flood. And... <laughs> And that's it. And that's it. And just keep coming back. And let's just hang out. Let's just let's just be Christian. Let's just, it's 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 like this this frantic like thing that has absolutely no 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 love for the actual mythology anymore. Um, so it's clearly like totally separated from it. Especially the fact that you don't uh, you know don't get me started on the. I mean, literally nobody clapped. This is a, an audience of like I think this is mahogany dense atheist like log here. Uh, like like, like I, I I I don't know how that happened I guess I'll take that as a compliment like I'm very smart or something so I just attract atheists but uh, but so I don't think I would, I would think I would be preaching to the non-choir by uh, uh, the, by, by, by ranting about this but I just I, 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 I think the thing that makes most people atheists and proud of it and evangelical about it is that this is these is this it's a very it's a modern American phenomenon that happens to be called Christianity, which has absolutely nothing to do with the the ethos, the pathos, or the porthos. <laughs> I I demand a religion hit all three musketeers. <laughs> Before I accept it. <laughs> Even the jolly who, drunk who one. Who the fuck is that fourth musketeer? He's just a guy. Who is that guy? Well, he's the guy. He's our road in. Why didn't he get lumped in? Because he's he's like there to like he's like the kid in, in Treasure Island. He's like ah, boy, those three musketeers. All right. all right, I've never read it, seen the movies. I just know there's a fourth guy, and I'm, I'm like, a, why isn't it called the Four Musketeers? But okay, I get it. I bet, Sorry. At, the, I bet at the end they say from now on. <laughs> Here's your sword. Hey, hey, D'Artagnan, get get give me a get. Can you get me one of those swords? <laughs> yeah, sure, uh, Earthos. And he brings it back. And he's like, and he hands it to Earthos, and Earthos is like, no. That one's yours. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 then, and then they're like, all for one and one plus one for all. <laughs> and then, and then as, as the crane shot goes away, you just hear an ADR line from D'Artagnan going, what about my musket? Because <laughs> am I crazy or should we have muskets? Why are we famous for sword fighting? <laughs> This is insane what we do. Why are we putting so much energy into swords? They invented the gun for us. 
Let's shoot some motherfuckers. I feel like D'Artagnan's inclusion was, is probably conditional. Like, even if at the end he gets his own sword, he probably still has to drive, like, Turtle from Entourage. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you can hang out, Turtle. Like, you can have, like, the fourth hottest girl, but you gotta drive the Escalade. <laughs> he has to hang up the flyers and book the rooms. <laughs> hey, guys, we're doing, having a duel. We're having a, here we go. We're having a duel. It's gonna be, like, it's gonna be when dope. When the Musketeers come into town, he goes into the hotel while they stay in the van. He hey. comes back out with other keys. Okay. I'm going to be spinning. It's going to be dope. It's going to be fun. Well, what do you think, uh, Spencer? You think you think what these guys think? could could play could play some of this D and D stuff? Or? I don't know, Dan. I don't think they got what it takes. Hey, what? <laughs> Maybe it's a little early. Should we should we meet one out of town friend before we? And, and and they they, they who 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 drove far uh, or uh, who who is here from a, a far away? Orange County, Scotland. I heard Orange County. Australia. We yeah, we did Australia last week. Not that not that that's how it works. <laughs> I know there's. I know there's millions of people there, uh, but we Boston. we were out of kangaroo jokes. What was the what, what'd you say? Boston. Boston. Oh, that's nice. I like I like it in Boston. It's like Milwaukee. It's like the Milwaukee of the East Coast. Who's from the most dangerous place? Boston. Australia. Australia. Yeah. They're peopled with criminals. Yeah. Uh, Scott, well, let's say, let's say, uh, Scott Scotland person. Are you uh, are you, do you, do you, are you willing to come up and uh, share your share your persona with us? <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. It's, it's, that persona is off to a good start. Yeah, she's very positive. We don't pick on anybody here. Uh, hello. You look you, you look you look like a Scottish movie Scottish person. Like you're, she's we, she's wearing boots and tights and like a t-shirt that says Trey Cool on it. Although that's that's French. No, no, not at all. No, I'm, I'm applauding your Scottishness. Thank you. It's like indie movie Scottish. Like like it's like a movie that that's really good but there's subtitles cuz they're so Scottish. <laughs> no one knows. Yeah. Uh, so what's your name? Paula. Paula. Uh, what part of Scotland? Just outside Glasgow. Oh, okay. Like I know where that is, but uh, is the opposite side where you were for the where we where we were for Hogmanay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Edinburgh, which is spelled Edinburgh, but then it's a trap. It's a trap. It seems like a nice Jewish town, Edinburgh. Just went there to get some relaxation. Everyone's carrying torches. It's fucking crazy. Do you do, do you ever do Hogmanay in Edinburgh? Uh, no, I've I've done it in Glasgow, and then it's usually just house parties. But no, oh, okay. I don't really like Edinburgh. We did the we did the whole torch procession when we were there. It was crazy. It seems kind of dangerous having that many people in torches. I know, but it's like, yeah. When you alcohol. do something that dangerous yeah, with a group of flammable. people. <laughs> <laughs> Flames, I, I guess we've already talked about it on the show, but it was like it was really, really uplifting because it really made you feel like, oh, America's like wearing this big diaper. Like we we were obsessed with tits and violence and 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 bad words and like all these things. Like we're America's got a lot of great things about it. Uh, fluoride in the water, in most cities. Um, 
the we 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 I don't know we're we're great we golden age of television you should start mostly our responsibility you should start something get them out on the streets get get pe get people carrying torches out in the streets <laughs> well as we as we spoke there's also there's another reason we don't do it here it has an unfortunate like uh, feel to it for us like, 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 like it doesn't it doesn't represent as passionate like it's more of a cowardly like I got a flaming stick get away black guy um, <laughs> stop taking our jobs um, the, uh, the but but it was like we we did this big parade and we're all carrying these torches and it was like 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 it, there were kids and everyone was like there's fucking like it's a you big know thing. you buy the torches at like a Walmart whatever the equivalent of a Walmart is uh, Asda <laughs> like, like like and it's like they sell them because it's oh, everyone's gonna do this thing and it's kind of cool because it's like the opposite of disempowering a population like you know, nobody does anything bad with the torches but you're being allowed to carry fire which is dangerous and like and everyone's walking and there's like embers falling on your hair and your clothes and there's like a little bit little bit of like singeing and fire happening but everyone's fine everyone turns out fine and then you go watch this wicker wicker thing start See, on I've fire I've never done it so I, I you're yeah. to me and they're playing the only the only problem is they're playing like they, they're playing music the whole way. They have speakers set up the whole, like, many mile, like, march. And they're playing, like, Scottish, like, uh, rock bands and stuff. Like, 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 and after a while, you've heard the same ones, like, five times in a there's row. No like, there's only so many, like, breakout Scottish, like, fucking A. They're like, oh, that, these guys again, huh? Uh, so, so, anyways, Glasgow. All right. I don't, I think, I think we were near, near, near there. You, you referenced our, our, uh, our trip there. Mm -hmm. Did, were, were you uh, are you connected to us somehow or because I know Jeff put people on the guest list for tonight but are no. you you're just you just you just heard the podcast and heard that we went to Scotland I've been twice before mm -hmm. um, nearly got kicked out twice because I was here with a friend and we were kind of drunk oh is that you yeah is she here tonight no uh, okay no, was that the problem was it, you had to like restructure your friendship. I'm doing okay so far. Yeah, no, you're great. You're very, very gentle and, and well-mannered. I, 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 you were fine that night too. I don't, I didn't, I mean, I, who cares? Dr <laughs> drunk people from Scotland yelling things out. It's probably the best thing that happened to the show. <laughs> uh, so what are you, what are you, are you on vacation? I was in Salt Lake City for Comic-Con. They have a Comic-Con in Salt Lake City? Yeah, it's huge. Wow. It's the second year. Um, and it was pretty crazy. So. Wow. I like that. I was I was in Salt Lake. They're very nice people. Mm -hmm. I, I think I think it's again like we we did the tour there, and it's like the Mormon thing is so strong there. Maybe that that's why it's like the, the hipster the hipster crowd there is very hip because they're like breaking was, away from. It was mainly people from Salt Lake there. I don't think there was many out of towners. Well, right. I don't know. I didn't speak to many. Yeah, people. I mean, I was at, like like we had a packed house and we did a show there, and everybody was really thoughtful and cool and, and fun and passionate. And it's probably it's a it's a it's probably a tough city to be uh, anything fringy in. I would imagine. Maybe that's a stereotype that's outgrown. I don't know. We As all have the Mormons aren't the biggest fringe of them all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't turn on your guest controller yet. He's gonna come back. He's going to ask you about bread and butter versus dill pickles at the end. I know it. And you're going to wish that you hadn't. I got you, buddy. I thought they'd like that. I liked I it. Know. Also, if you're Mormon and you're listening, I have no, I have absolutely no judgment. Uh, uh, I do. <laughs> I'm going to double down. Smart. That's smart. What the fuck is that shit? So you're you're you've had Jews, yeah. Christians, and they were on Mormons. 
Uh, we had well when we were in Salt Lake City, I had a Mormon come up and oh. and explain some of the things like okay, let's talk about this magic underwear, let's talk about the stuff because she was she was a very sweet like she was a Harmontown fan. Another she was in this town where she was probably surrounded by people who were like I'm oh, fucking Mormons. I don't know though, I don't really know what's going on there, but but and how how people feel about it. I'm sure they're all 25 and they fucking don't care anymore. And I'm like 41 and going oh Mormonism, <laughs> um, but but she she was yeah she came up and talked about it. I mean what the fuck religion it says on the bottle this isn't supposed to make sense if you buy a religion like and and then you open the bottle and you're like ah this isn't logical like you're an idiot <laughs> like it's like it's like buying a, a pair of pants and then trying to drink out of them uh, and, and you're like this sucks i want my money back it's like motherfucker it goes on your legs uh, like, your, your legs in this case being the part of your brain that doesn't uh, understand shit and doesn't and is fr frustrated and wonders what your relationship with an impersonal cosmos is and is afraid you're going to die and and like is going insane because of the truly schizophrenic result of being the world's first and possibly last sentient mammal except dolphins <laughs> who don't need a religion because they don't have hands <laughs> So they know, so they don't have weapons, so they don't have war, so they don't need religion. They don't they just see a shark and they're like, fuck sharks. Like, like dolphins go crazy at sharks. Did you know that? They no. they fucking hate sharks. Isn't that cool? Yeah. It is cool. It is fucking cool because yeah. dolphins are us in the ocean. They represent yeah. us. They, you know, like 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 they, 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 they are Ryan and Dave. You might say the dolphins are the uh, are the Israelis in the Middle East that is the ocean. Oh, now that I'm listening. Doesn't make it sound good. Ah. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. They're like building apartments on all Remember these coral reefs. And... <laughs> now suddenly I'm sympathizing for the sharks. <laughs> I know, and I accidentally just called Muslims sharks, which is really. <laughs> And, and, and then thought it was cool to get that. That's not, I didn't, that is not what I meant. Uh, sorry about that. Um, Do they know that sharks are the bad guys? I, that, that's what it is. I mean, they think, well, I mean, think about it. Dolphins are mammals that breathe oxygen and like they, 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 they have language and shit. Like they're a new, they're, they're like us. What? What'd you say? They're assholes. Dolphins are assholes. They're assholes. Okay, well, you're, you're coming up in one second, sir. <laughs> I think we already heard this he just, a, a guy with an accent I can't place just, just blurted out, they're assholes. Well, Dolphins really are assholes. Somehow. Wait, well, well, what about sharks? Yeah, sharks. Okay, all right, sir. Come, no yeah. opinion on please sharks, come up, but please dolphins come up. are assholes? No, you, you, you stay, Paula. Okay. It's Paula, right? Yeah. Okay, and you, you sit there, sir. What's your name? Uh, Andy. Andy. Okay, so explain. Yeah. <laughs> dolphins are assholes. So, dolphins are, well, male dolphins are assholes. Male they, dolphins. Yeah, yeah, they separate the women from the pack and then don't let them back into the pod until they've had sex with them. Oh, okay. Well, so when you I, do, when you dig into dolphin like 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 gender hierarchies, okay. Wait, you're, that's, no, that's that's yeah. that's interesting. Like, but yeah, we're know, looking at it from very far away. You're like, they're so smart, and they're yeah. like, yeah, we're smart enough to hate bitches. <laughs> well, hold on. They don't get to dolphin vote. I think. Well. <laughs> wait, wait, Dave, you were gonna say something about. <laughs> I was just going to say hashtag yes all dolphins. <laughs> so
so Andy, is that is that a dolphin fact you picked up just as a casual dolphin fan, or are you like a? I, I want you to say you're an oceanographer <laughs> who said. like who like really love dolphins and then they fucking let you down. <laughs> Like, you, you spent eight years learning to communicate with them to the point where you could hear their opinions about women, and you're like, fuck! I, I learned to squeak for this? This guy's rapey. Sure, he could put a ball in the circular hole, but he fucking hates women. It was one of those articles, you know, 20 things about awful things you know about, you don't know about animals. I mean, don't get started on office. <laughs> So it was all different animals, like yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. koala well, bears uh, uh, believe in separate but equal. <laughs> they, they, they have they have specially labeled eucalyptus trees. <laughs> no man, they're just stuck all the time. Um, Kitten, so, okay. Kittens like euthanasia. <laughs> kittens. What's the shit you didn't know about kittens? They're really conservative. They 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 believe that milk should trickle down from their mother's nipples. They hate abortion. Um, uh, the, uh, all right, well, well, so, but, okay, well, Andy, I mean, is it okay if you just make a cameo, and then, uh, we're, we're, we're not quite done with Paula. I mean, is there anything yeah, else cool. to say about dolphins? Do you know anything else about them? No. Okay, all right. All right, Andy, everybody, dolphin expert Andy. I... I mean, maybe this is maybe this is just deja vu, but I could swear that earlier on on an earlier episode, a guy with a foreign accent said that dolphins were assholes, <laughs> and then came up and defended his remarks. Like on a different episode, though, and so, a different guy. Yeah, I'd assume. I mean, I hope so, because he played it off like he'd never done it before this time. It would be amazing so, if we were living in his edge of tomorrow. I probably am just. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I could swear. And he's like, no, I've told you this 900 times. Now I have to go get shot. If I could just get you to understand dolphins are assholes by 927, I could then roll under the Jeep's tires. At 935, just dolphins burst in from the ceiling. <laughs> so, Paula, were you born in Glasgow? Yes. Do you know what the Glasgow Grin is? I should hope so. The Glasgow Grin? Yeah. I guess not. That's, I guess in America or we smile. know. Maybe, maybe it's like a thing, like it's like a Chinese uh, fire drill. It's like actually offensive to people from Glasgow. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, it's like Glasgow Grin. Is it, that's like a... Oh, they call that, uh, some places call it a Chelsea Grin. A Chelsea Grin? Yeah. <laughs> Depends oh. where you live. <laughs> if you're working in real estate in Glasgow, you call it a Chelsea Grin. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is it the Sons it's of a, Anarchy guy, that thing? Yeah, the Sons of Anarchy guy, yes. What is it? It's... Definitely bad, right? It's not. It's, it's, it's an it's ironic a, it's name. Physical right? mutilation. Yeah. yeah. But what is it you, done to you or do you do yes. yourself? <laughs> okay. It's physical mutilation. We don't Everybody says you can do it to yourself. Well, fuck them. <laughs> How about now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Sons of Anarchy guy. Yeah. He's what from Glasgow, it? right? Is this like why so serious? The guy that yes. ripped the cat. Is this like do you want to know how I got these scars? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Got it. I don't know Sons of Anarchy, but I've seen The Dark Knight. I forgot the title. Do you guys think it's cool that I know the name of the second Batman movie? I can't. I can't troll for applause anymore. I already wasted it on that one. Sorry. Hey, what do you think the dark? What, what, do you, what kind of peanut butter do you think the Dark Knight prefers? 
crunchy. <laughs> you guys can't keep eating peanut butter like me. What makes you so special? <laughs> I'm not using portable smokers. Uh, I, I couldn't think of it. Remember when he said that hockey pants thing and it just everyone went, ugh, alarmed. I'm not wearing hockey pants. All right. Uh, Paula, are, are you, would you be willing to stay up here and uh, play uh, uh, my fiance's character in Dungeons and Dragons? You think you can handle that? I mean, you know, there's nothing to handle. It's like, it doesn't matter how good you are at it. It's easy. I've never played it, but I'll give it a bash. Have you heard us play it on the podcast ever? Once. Okay. Yeah. It's like, here, what happens is, these guys, I hope those women are all peeing and not like doing a walkout. Like, they're, uh, like, like, like they're, they're, they're going to go kill some dolphins. <laughs> I heard they're fucking assholes. Um, the, uh, also, why did I say I hope they're peeing? That's weird to say. What is this, Hustler magazine? What you, remember when Hustler turned into being about peeing? Like women peeing? All the no. Time? no. Like, like, when was that? Like, I, Hustler, like if you open a Hustler, like it's like there's a lot of, it's like somebody started complaining at some point when there weren't women peeing. And, then, and so there's just like, they make sure that there's always a woman peeing now. Do you think there was like an executive decision, like a meeting was called to be like, guys, we now like starting next month, at least once a month. Yeah, I think it was obviously like I don't know. Like I, I learned about naked women from pages of Hustler magazine that floated across the railroad tracks into the Crawdad Creek where we would hunt crawdad. They sound like Mark Twain. Um, that is the. But there was like 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 there was no internet and there was just like mud caked uh, pages from this printing plant that apparently printed hustlers uh, across the railroad tracks and uh, that's where the you know other nine year olds and I would go like that's a booby that's what it's like. and then we would read the stuff like hey you can read better oh, uh, would your pussy like my dick in it this is great um, what does she say what does she say the next page is missing. <laughs> Laying, laying home awake at night. I hope she, I hope her pussy liked his dick in it. <laughs> and she was a waitress. He was a truck driver. And they just started to. It was a pictorial story, but the text was uh, what was important. Um, that is so much folksier than how this generation like sees pornography. Yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't know what's be- well. It's at, but it's gross. I mean, it's like I'm looking at my first female figure, and it's like caked in mud. <laughs> It's a it's a pretty fundamentally misogynistic periodic literature. The pages of which are like <laughs> smeared with mud, you know, a stench of crawdad and algae. Uh, it's kind of like I'm learning. I'm not, either that's like the healthiest thing in the world, like Yoda's in a tree stump, going yes. yes. <laughs> The, the vagina is a terrifying place. So go inside and and I, I I go in there and I, I I fight something and then my face is on the clitoris or I come out and I go like I can't talk about it. I, I'm gonna go to Hollywood. Uh, but but the internet, yeah. It's, it's like, like like I talk to moms now and they're like, uh, you know, my eight year old kid. About I, this? What's that? About the hustlers? Oh no 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 about about the. <laughs> About the new Hustler, which is even YouTube, even if you were to have like some kind of nanny blocker software, which is a joke, like uh, you can't control your kid. Even YouTube is just like, I mean, nobody knows better than me. It is filled with 
perfectly sexual material. Like, 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 what do you like, like the the so like your eight year old kid will just be like, you know, sitting with his eight year old friend. What did what did we do when we were eight year old boys? We would we would make these jokes about uh, sex. You know, we would talk about sex with each other. We were all way off the mark. We were very curious about it, and we would and we were just fascinated with it. And if you had a laptop back then, and you could just type something in. And, and if you could be the kid that brought the other kids to some piece of information about it, you were a hero. So there's a capitalistic like co- competition there. It's, there's no way to control it. I'm I'm really fascinated to talk to moms these days who who are, are these moms you're talking to? Well, like I'm 41. My contemporaries have children. Like they're you know funny funny women who who do storytelling shows who have kids that are that, that like they catch like watching shit that's fucked up. And, and them talk, hearing them talk about it is very interesting. Uh, if only I can remember that one lady's name that I'm characterizing as all these women. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I have, the dolphin in me says, who cares what her name is? Yeah. You know? Let her have the kid and like see if she earns the right to swim, 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 and what do they eat? Shrimp? I don't know. All right. They hate sharks. They hate sharks. They see a shark and they fucking like ram it with their noses until the shark is good and dead. They don't. It's not about anything other than sur- like hatred. And if a person's drowning, Andy, if a person's drowning, sexist or not, and I don't know if they don't do it for women, <laughs> but they, they tend to like save drowning humans. Uh, like they, they see us thrashing around and they're kind of like, what are you doing, dipshit? Like, <laughs> They, uh, also, also maybe seals do that possibly too. I'm, that's a, that sounded like I just made that up, which I kind of did. I'm basing that off of the documentary The Bridge, which is about all the people jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge. Don't woo that. <laughs> so the director yeah. is here. Oh, we captured a lot of suicides on camera. This one's for the crew, John Perignon. Um, the uh, in that movie, there's one kid who jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge, and uh, he's he's. The, I mean, they, 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 most of the people are not in the documentary talking about their experience jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge, but he is because he survived. He broke his whole body hitting the water, and and by the way, I, I not, found God at the end of it. He fe- well, yeah, that was kind of a yeah. He 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 jumped and he hit. He, he broke his legs and his back and all this shit in the water. And then he was like, he's like, oh my god, I failed to kill myself. I am now drowning. And this thing underneath him kept bumping him and keeping his head above water. And he believes it was a seal, or he described it to someone. And they said it was a seal. And then he goes, and if that's not proof of Jesus, I don't know what is. <laughs> What a what a wasted a what a wasted opportunity to become a really passionate marine biologist. <laughs> I, was like, I guess he took the easier path. <laughs> the human eye is too complicated. Fuck it. Intelligent design. Uh, maybe become an optician. Uh, did I say that word right? Okay. All right. So, uh, dolphins are sexist. Uh, uh, Jews are great. Christians are great. They just they just waste too much time having lock-ins and uh, dolphins are Jews. Dolphins are dolphins are Jews. Yeah, dolphins are building I delis mean, underwater. Ooh, boy. We landed on it. At if some dolphins point. are Jews. Yeah, yeah, but no, I did not mean to say Muslims are sharks. I want to say that. It sure was. Hey, I have one last question. I mean, like literally. 
You know how uh, giant squids and killer whales are fighting all the time? Uh, no. Like on... Look it up. Like, yeah, yeah. Look it Look up. It up. Yeah, they know yeah. what I'm talking about. You're talking... You're Continue. talking about... I mean, we all sp- get it. They fight all the yeah, time. Yeah. On, they Can fight all the time on the sci-fi channel. No one's ever we seen it. it, but there's pictures of it. Mega squid. Is Debbie Gibson in the frame? <laughs> Who are the good guy? Who's the good guy and who's the bad guy in that? Between a giant know. squid. Between a yeah. mammal and a fucking uh, ri- ridiculous fish monster? I don't think a shark <laughs> is They're a mammal. They're killer whales. They're mammals, oh, man. Oh, kill, killer whales. So you whale. automatically just... Sperm whales. The, 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 Sperm whales. They look like a killer whale, the pictures I've seen. You always got to be on a mammal's side. You always have to be? Why? Yes. In any Why? Fi- in a, in a fi- okay, let me explain this That's as racist. if it needs to be explained. <laughs> it's, it's the opposite of racist. It's, 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 it's a human. If a human is fighting a chimp, uh-huh. side with the human. Wait. If two chimps are fighting, I don't know. <laughs> I'll get back to you. <laughs> side with the bonobo. <laughs> Uh, if a gorilla and a chimp are fighting, side with the chimp. If uh, if a, if a, if a, if a squid and a whale are fighting, uh, side with the whale. You can side with your chimps, branch of evolution. Chimps bite your balls off. Gorillas do sign language and pet kittens. But they're fighting. What the fuck. What gorilla picking... does sign language and pets kittens? I'm sure if they bothered to teach others, they'd catch on. What about this, if a human's fighting a chimp side with the human thing? I feel like that's misguided in a lot of circumstances. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, there's a lot of, like, there's a, like a zookeeper-looking human, and he's got a pitchfork, and he's fighting with the chimp, and you got to side with the chimp sometimes, you know? They're being abused, maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're, you're right. He's I mean, right. if it was like if they were dropped in an arena, sure. I mean, all, all, the humans. Yeah. If this was Battle World... That's what I was picturing. Is that this situation was happening more organically. <laughs> like maybe in, in the world's strangest bar. Uh, yeah, just like, you don't know. Like they were playing darts for a while and then they erupted into, you know, the chip's got a broken bottle and the guy's like uh, saying, I've called a cab and Mike, you always do this. Like, I, Separate them, but ultimately, like, like we got to be for humans, right? And You're then, saying we got to be to the closest to our genetic. Yeah, and then once whatever. you have your shit together as a species, then you, then you go, okay, now we'll start dipping and dapping and don't know what's happening. <laughs> Uh, among all these other things. Now, if you're if you're in PETA and stuff, you're listening. You're going, you're fucking re- insane. You wouldn't say retarded, probably, uh, because if you're in PETA, you're you're probably more progressive, and and uh, your vocabulary is probably not as crass. And my sister's retarded, so fuck you. <laughs> but I just mean like, we gotta. I, here's what I'm saying. There's homeless people. Fuck giraffes. That's all I'm saying. Until there's no homeless people, fuck giraffes. I don't care how long their necks get. They're just horses with long necks. I don't... I I, I don't... I'm not saying... Spencer's right. If you walk into a bar and there's a guy whipping a giraffe... Maybe tell your friend with the whip to like, okay, you've had too many. 
He's not worth it. That's what I'd say. He's not worth it, Tony. He's just a giraffe. I don't even know how he got in here. He must have been lower in. Bar. This bar has the highest ceiling I've ever been in. All right. Okay. So we should we should play. Let's. I got my character sheets. So here's how it works, Paula. You get these sheets. They have scribbles all over them. We we're drunk. We look at them. We don't know what we're doing. If you see something on there that's like it says I have shoes, you can say yeah. Spencer will generally like tell you like if you want to do something now, you can do something. Sometimes that he forgets. But here, pass those. Your dignity, Sars Guard. You are a paladin. You're for truth, truth and justice. And uh, you'll probably want to take the top two, Dave, and pass the next to Ryan. I think I messed up the order when the paper was. They look okay to me. Just left hand Orion. Okay, buddy. It's like Twister. Thanks, Spencer. Yeah. Master. What? I'm a master. I'll call you I'll call you master. Please do. I touched the ice. I touched all the ice. I don't have time to fuck around. I'm touching that, all the ice. Is that bad to touch the ice? Oh, yeah. It's unhygienic. Yeah. I mean, the alcohol take care of that probably, right? Yeah. I don't know if that's scientifically accurate. Sounds good, though. I don't think I'm going to get music, probably, but I should... Oh, shit. Well, I mean... You, you, I, whatever. I touched all the ice. He took all the ice. I I, I'm, I don't know if these guys are ready. Oh, we could use some They're ice. Dancing yeah, dancing around. If I've learned anything, it's edit this part out. Let us get our drinks. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. So, do you guys see that sports thing? <laughs> Two oh, points, yeah. right? Two points. I didn't think they were going to get those points, but then you know. Two of them. Yeah. Right there. Uh-huh. Plain as day. Oh man. This is like a sports corner. I'm stealing your bit, Harmon. Steal it. This is the least enthusiastic sports corner. <laughs> Hit it. All right. All right. So are we good then? I mean, yeah. yep. are we all sit? Let me turn on my iPad. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me, you guys. I'm sorry. Well, you're high or sick. I'm just <laughs> sick. I always, I always cool off by 937. Last time on Harmon Town. <laughs> Our heroes had reunited outside after leaving Father Tinder to inform Mrs. Darmvon of her husband's untimely demise. The gang was approached by Spizwad, the gnome, and the gnome, oh yes, Spizbulb, and the gnome offered them a place to stay up in his tower. And the group decided they needed to take, (laughs) there the group decided that they needed to break into Father Tinder's house. Jesus Christ. To look for clues and steal his stuff. Spizbulb gave them a bundle of cloth and they departed. While infiltrating the house, Quark heard a noise and rushed upstairs to see a small ninja attacking Father Tinder before escaping. After tripping and falling on his blade, trying to apprehend the assailant, Quark was pissed and sexually assaulted the beaten, bloody old priest while Sharpie gave chase, pursuing the assassin. Dignity Sarsgard heard the commotion and discovered Quark's sodomy, removing the raging barbarian and locking him in a closet. Sharpie tracked the ninja to Darmvon's house, which was ruined by magic. Inside, he cornered the offender, who revealed himself to be Spizbulb, the friendly gnome from before. Unbelievable. Sharpie attacked, but Spizbulb seemed to avoid all harm with a magical barrier. 
Sharpie was outmatched. As Dignity ran off to aid our heroes, Quark stewed, swearing revenge on the paladin who stopped him. But could our heroes pull it together to fight off a super-powered spizbull, or would they all perish alone? Like me. Find out. Like you. What? Oh my god. What the hell was that? Some Hunter S. Thompson uh, <laughs> introduction. It sounded like it went with the music. <laughs> like, it slipped a little tragedy in there. <laughs> Jesus. Now I, I don't know if we can play. I'm just going to take you somewhere quiet. I'll just role play up some happiness. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I saw I saw our friend Spizball, but I I was trying to chase him, but then uh, I came across frozen people or something. Or yeah, they were frozen in this like hunk of force magic. Are we are we all together again? The characters, the players. Uh, we- you guys are racing. You're racing to reunite. So uh, that's happening. You guys, you all reunite. You're in the top floor of a two story house. You're in this guy or no, you're in the you're in the bottom floor. Sorry, of a two story house. There's this guy, he's a little gnome wearing ninja gear going, <laughs> and uh, he's, he's just menacing, and he's, he's facing down Sharpie, and he looks like he's got the upper hand. Sharpie's running towards you guys as you enter this room, and you don't know what's going on. That's, uh, so I had to, so but I, I... You fill them in as they're seeing what's happening. Uh, I, uh, Spizbulb, uh, it was Spizbulb. Spizbulb fucking killed, uh, Tinder. Are you all filled in now? <laughs> the, guy, the guy we were going to investigate because he was too into juice. Remember? <laughs> There's a guy who's like the mayor of the town who is like really into juice, and we talked to him a lot about juice, and then we were suspicious of him, so we so we so we did a stealth operation at his house to see if we could find out more about him, but we found him getting killed, and by he wasn't and, dead though he's still alive. He, he's, is he here? He was getting attacked. Wait, no, he's, he's back at his yeah, place. He's back at his place. All right, back to Father Tinders. You're running away. Well, I it's, it's Spizbulb still here. Yeah, yeah. All right, I, I, I want to have like a. a Bisbo, why? Because I'm fucked up. You never trust a gnome. Gnomes are all evil. I, I deny it, but the way Jeff acted last week. I, <laughs> uh, that's, that, that's racist. I no. say. No. Oh. Wait, I, I'm a gnome? Yeah, yeah. you're a gnome. Yeah, you're oh, a gnome. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> are, are gnomes the, like the dolphins or the sharks of this game? Uh, Someone said sharks. Are all okay. gnomes like ninjas? Uh, no, no. No? Some are. Some are. Like humans. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But he's like, you guys are gonna die! Why? He starts casting magics. God damn it! I get. I thought. I feel a deja vu here. Like I didn't. I teleport to behind him. Yeah. Okay. You, you tried to fear him. He didn't get feared. Okay. Then you started running away. I'm gonna teleport. Then your friends showed up. Can I teleport to behind him again? No, you ran out of teleport juice. 
All right. Well, I want to shock and grasp him before he manages to cast whatever he's casting. All right. Well, that doesn't happen. He manages to cast whatever he's casting. Fuck. So he waves his arms magically, and you see four shining pillars of force energy looking kind of like great columns, almost as large and as heavy as stone pillars, and they they launch uh, towards you kind of slowly. They're easy to dodge, but let's see if you do... You do. I dodged? Yeah, the slow-moving pillars are easy to dodge, and they smash into the walls behind you, but all of you manage to nimbly dodge out of the way. He's like, fuck! Hey, nice pillars, dick. Uh, I'll respond on my turn. here's 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 some alternate names for those things. Uh, missers. Uh, ineffectual uh, glowing uh, turds. Uh, dodge practicers. He, he writes that one down. <laughs> now, now witness the power of this fully armed and operational shocking grasp. You lunge towards him shockingly, and your hands are stopped by an irresistible, invisible wave of force energy. It's like some sort of shield. Your hands burn as electricity dissipates across this shield. Ow! As Spizbulb laughs, he's like, (laughs) You can't touch me! A white barrier kind of appears in front of him and shivers out of existence. Fuck this guy. What's this this guy's problem? What's going on here? I'm a gnome. We're evil. I'm a gnome. He's a, he's a self-loathing gnome. You I should guess. relate to him as a gnome. Yeah, that's what I'm as saying. As a gnome, you to get, on, get on his level. Yeah. What's up, man? <laughs> he's uh. What's your problem? I don't know what you're talking about. You're gonna die, hey, man. Once it's my gnome. <laughs> Can I heal you? Uh, the bad guy. No. Did, did I get wounded? Yeah, did he get wounded? By the shocking grasp. Oh, no, no. I'm okay. You just felt it not working on the the shield. Thank you, Paula. (laughs) Yeah, but you're you're just yelling at this guy, apparently, uh, Ryan, and he's he's not having it. He's like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. Am I speaking to him in gnome language? I don't know. Because that might make a difference. What are you trying to do? It's your character. I'm just trying to connect with this guy, man. (laughs) (laughs) Find out where he's coming from. So, okay... This is what happens when Jews play (laughs) D&D. They're too heady. I want to relate to him on his level. I just want to know what's going on. I mean, why is he attacking (laughs) us? Listen, we've spent more time doing worse. This this might not be a bad option. I mean, this guy's Well, what do you want to say? Uh, Well, where where are you coming from? What did we do to you? You didn't do anything. I'm just a terrible person. Nobody's just a terrible person. Gnomes are. All of them. Not me. You're probably wrong. (laughs) Ooh, he wants you to look within. (laughs) You just feel insulted because I, Stefan the Gnome, had you all tricked. So your name's Stefan, not Stubnorts? No, (laughs) Stubnorts. Stubnorts the Gnome. Guys, Stefan, come on. Come Talk on. To you, us. You, you're, you're possessed by someone. You're not even a gnome. T- say something about gnomes that only gnomes would gnome. They, <laughs> they 
What? They Nate? they love light exercise. They. Bullshit. They. He Bullshit. said they. That yeah. means he's not they? a gnome. No, he's not fuck. a gnome. I'd say let's get him, but he's really powerful. It keeps kicking our asses. So. <laughs> You're not a gnome. Knock it off. The jig's up. Oh, it's not up. It is up. He the seems, jig is up. He's still he's still trying to act like you guys haven't 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 purged his uh his deceptions. Well, well we can act like that all he wants. We've purged your deceptions. Yeah. Well, I disagree. <laughs> Motherfucker, your your deceptions are out the door, man. Yeah. No. Purged them. No. No. <laughs> uh, what if I say to him, uh, "Come on." <laughs> is that is that your whole what turn? What if I rub his shoulders? <laughs> That's it. He put all your energy for your whole combat turn into that into that move. And then yeah, then roll for it. Like diplomacy. All right. What's your diplomacy or your charisma if you don't have a diplomacy? Me? Yeah, you're the one saying it, right? Total? <laughs> 10? All right. Ten. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, I put all 10 of that into come you're on. You're like Lou Diamond Phillips level charisma. <laughs> <laughs> you're no Daniel Craig, What's but you're working scale? on it. I don't know. Uh, okay, so uh, what did you say again? C- come on. <laughs> he, he stands there and he just kind of drops his hands and he's like, okay. <laughs> character sheet down <laughs> that was a, that was a critical hit <laughs> that's what happens so he he drops his hands he's like okay and then he 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 does like one of these where he waves his hands in front of his face and poof he magically changes into father tinder i knew it i fucking knew it i fucking knew it and i was going to say it yeah you knew it now but you if didn't i said it, it you would have changed it I would have what you would have changed it because you would have been like, "Holy fuck, Harmon's Harmon's awesome!" You fuckers, you might have figured out that I'm not known, but I'm still gonna murder your asses, Father Tinder. That's what I do, Father Tinder, in the name of a man who is buried up to his neck by Knowles for the shard of power you have on your titty. <laughs> I, Sharpie butts a lot, and the us wrecking crew. <laughs> So help me God, so help me Jesus Christ, a deity you've never heard of, but who you're going to meet soon. I am going to kick your fucking ass. Okay. I'm not, I'm not very, let's, it's a nice speech. And why, 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 why were you so into juice? What's wrong with juice? Why were you so into it? I mean, you guys have juice in you. I never drank it. <laughs> you might have drank it. I didn't drink it. You might have drank it. <laughs> we'll see who drank juice. Activate juice. You guys feel sick, except not, not Sharpie. Because not me. You didn't drink it. The rest of you guys feel physically ill as the juice activates. <laughs> it's a weird sentence. <laughs> All right. Well, the juice activates, but other than a mild, upset stomach, you seem completely unaffected. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's just that delicious. every day. It, yeah. All right. It literally well, just, feels like eating too much Thai food. Like, yeah. That's it. Just it's let not me, that bad. Let me know when it's my turn. Let's, we, we can, I think it's just, Paula's turn, right? Yeah. Paula, what, just attack so this I, guy. Whatever you... Am wait. I not meant to heal some of us if we've had No, some, don't worry about us. That's very kind of you. Can I not use some diplomacy to sort this guy out? Nah, I mean, I think, well, I, I, I would say I would say just physically beat his ass. <laughs> like, do you have a do you have like like a you have like I have a, a spellcraft? Spellcraft. That's a skill. Like, uh, let's see, what what do you got under weapons? Like, I've here, got this, swords. You want? Yeah. I like to. Yeah, let's slash him up a bit. <laughs> give him a Glasgow uh, yeah, uh, him a glass stomach smile. staple. <laughs> you swing your sword, but it bounces off his weird barrier. This and is it dumb. Flashes this... white and fizzles away. Barrier. It's a dumb barrier. I'm just gonna, can I throw an axe at him? Uh, <laughs> I think it's not your turn anymore. Uh, <laughs> that thing might bounce off. <laughs> I want to put it at a Dave's turn, just because he only said a short thing, or maybe Ridley's turn because he right. also only said a short thing. I made thing. the dude not be a gnome. I know it just yeah, just time good. time wise yeah. it didn't was take a much. gnome, and now he's not one. Is that <laughs> yeah. nothing? Did the I... scale of your deeds was grand, although the time scale is not. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you're it gonna be double Rid- down. How about it'll be Ridley's turn? How about? Ridley's what, turn. What species is Father Tinder? He's a human. No. Okay. Well, I mean, he's know. got a force field around him. Yeah. What can I do uh, to? Do I have anything that can get through a force field? Uh, I don't know, man. Magic? I don't think you have magic. What do you mean you don't think? <laughs> do I have magic? Well, I mean, you have spell-like abilities. What did somebody yell out and back? Oh, uh, what is that? What is that thing that he gave us? Doesn't seem like he'd give us something helpful, but he, this guy gave us something. I'm going to use it. Oh, Spizball him? gave it to us before. Before, yeah, but yeah. What is this shit that he gave you? You, you got something wrapped in a black cloth or something? I'll unwrap it and I'll use it against this guy. <laughs> you unwrap the black sackcloth and it looks uh, black like a void. It looks like a hole. You're holding black a hole, hole in your hand. All right. It's a hole. I'm gonna throw it at him. You throw it at him, and it hits him like a, like a blanket, and it just kind of falls onto the floor, like he got hit by a blanket that f- then fell on the floor. Somebody push him in. It's a fucking, it's a portable hole. You hear you hear the slow whirrings of machinery coming from inside the hole on the floor. Well, can I can I push him in? Ah, uh, let's. I'll say, let's try it. <laughs> you try to push him in, and you do. That feels good. Well, wait a minute. What happened to him when he fell in the uh, hole? <laughs> I guess he should. He falls. He falls about four feet, and uh, you see his feet. They could. They're still sticking out of the hole when he hits bottom, and he he pulls himself to his feet. What do you mean? Like the, the hole's four feet? Deep. Yeah, it's it's like it's like he's in a wading pool, maybe. What it's about the machine? Deep. Somebody noises. grab the grab the fucking grab the hole, grab it and fucking wad it up and. Can I close it up? Can I close it up? Hole. Yeah, yeah. There was whirring machinery though in that. Hole. Yeah, we'll figure worrying. that out later. Yeah. <laughs> trying to trying to pull up the hole from the ground, you trip and fall into the hole with Father Tinder. Oh, oh, Just because you said that? No, it's because I rolled a one. Well, I mean, yeah, because I said it. This whole thing is because I said it. 
<laughs> I just say stuff up He's here. He's got a point. But did you think in your head if I roll this number? Yeah, that's probably how this It's works, rules. Right? There's okay. rules. Uh, what are you, Neo? You're going to like decode the fucking reality? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in this in this portable hole, you can see what looks like just a small wicker basket um, and a slowly inflating balloon. What? <laughs> Is it a helium balloon? Helium? Uh, it's it's it looks like it. I mean, you can't tell by eyeballing the gas. <laughs> it it seems like something that definitely requires explaining. So I'm in the hole. This guy's in the hole. A wicker basket and, and a, a, balloon. a balloon, and then machine sounds. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, can I, I ask what's going on? To who? To, I don't know. <laughs> to, to the camera? Like you're, like you're a Flintstones yeah, animal? Like a, give like a John Krasinski look to the camera right now. <laughs> it's like a... Hmm? It, it cuts to a talking head of you later going, I didn't know what was going on. They wanted to be in the hole. I guess I got in the hole. I don't know. Where is this fizz gig guy? Who is he? He's in the hole with you. You guys are in the hole together. Well, what's he doing? Is he in the basket? Is the balloon bouncing on his head? Is I mean, technically speaking, a lot Ryan, of stuff is something. happening at the same time. Well, do when, something. When I get a move, I fucking fold that hole up like a napkin. I'm still in it! I get out of the hole! I get out of the hole! All right, well, it's not your turn, but you try to fold up the hole, but Father Tinder holds the edges of the hole down, and it doesn't get picked up completely. It's a real, it's a real thing. I can't headbutt him? Uh, well, I guess you could try, sure. Headbutt. <laughs> That's you headbutt scotch, him! Scotch kiss. You headbutt him right in the head, and he gets a bloody nose. Mm. Top of the head, hardest part of the body. <laughs> Brian Dennehy, penitentiary. <laughs> You deal three damage to him. It's unarmed combat. You're a wizard. But also he lets go of the edge of the hole because it hurts his nose. No. No. This guy's no. tough. All right. He's tough, yeah. He's tough. He leaps out of the hole and he's like, you guys, you broke through my barrier, but it'll never happen again. Uh, I broke your nose. <laughs> you guys broke through my nose, but it'll never happen again. He starts waving his hands around, creating creating a large blob of white of white force Ew. energy. <laughs> it looks like creamy rich semen. No! <laughs> Just like dad used to make. What the fuck? <laughs> But then stopped when the city asked him to. He 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 hurls it towards you. Yeah. And it, it's He's like multiple MIGs. <laughs> it slows. It slows. It slowly it rolls towards you through the air, and you try to dodge, but somehow it reaches out with weird pseudopods and grabs you guys, and, it, and you don't save successfully, even though this is flat. Don't worry. Don't worry about that. <laughs> All right, everybody takes 15 damage. Yeah. As burning, searing force energy grabs you by the legs and pulls you to the ground. This, wait, what? The What pulls us? The semen cloud? Yeah, a cloud of... It's more of like does a it, semen amoeba. Does it look like that shit in, like, Donnie Darko, where it's like that Capri Sun, Alex Mack stuff that, like, comes out? Out of like, people. That's what it is? Or is but it, more glowy. So it's like a creamy, white, glowy... Donnie Darko Capri Sun. 
coming towards us. And it's going slow, but like, can I duck? Well, you tried, but somehow it lashed out and and hit you anyway. So it like starts moving fast when I start ducking. I just want to make sure I know how I'm being dealt all these fucking points. It's, it's, I guess it's not moving that fast, but, and yet you're just unable to dodge, really. Like, I'm so impressed by it. Like, like I've never, even though I'm in this world, I've never seen anything like it before. I think you're just, we're, we were maybe treating it too casually, and then you just realized too late, maybe. Like, maybe it's like the first time I saw Donnie Darko and actually thought it was good and was like blinded by it. <laughs> just because of the soundtrack? Yeah. I was like, it is a mad world. Oh, wow, it's a yeah. Mad it's a, world. I do think it's kind of funny. People run in circles. It's very, very mad world. I get it. Okay, I just wanted to know. Thanks. Thank you, Master. Is he still waving his hands? What's up? Is he still waving his hands around? Uh, He stopped that after you guys got hit by his attack. Uh, Okay, so he stopped waving his hands once the semen was generated. (laughs) Is he now going to take a nap? Because I say we get him while he's napping. I'm basing this on my spellcraft knowledge. Like that spell may have drained him. Yeah, this is like a, this is a semen cloud. We could hit him during his refractory period. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me when that is, because I got something for him. Yeah. Is is uh, is, is, is is he eighteen or? <laughs> He's old. Then we have seven minutes. He's an old guy. He's an old. All right, dude. good. So we have forty-eight minutes. Okay, good. Uh, anyways, what, whose turn is it? I'll put a your turn. I fucking charge. I charge at him. <laughs> and um, no, I don't. I don't. I, can I? Can I? Ca- what's bull's strength? Uh, that makes you stronger. Okay, so can I cast that on the run? Can I charge? Can I charge at him and cast bull's strength and like b- pile into him like a football player? Just to like knock him to the ground? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Well, I totally do that. Bull strength. <laughs> All right. Bull strength. Casting bull strength, you feel yourself get four points of strength stronger as you barrel into him directly. Let's see if that pans out. I'm trying to immobilize him, like put my knees on his biceps like my brother did in the front yard, and then I'm going to hock loogies and suck them back into my mouth just before they hit my face. His face. And 30 years later, I'm not going to earn that much. So, yeah, launching his knee, your knees directly into his chest. You pin him to the ground underneath you. Don't right. do any damage, though. And I just, like, I, I put my hands in his face. Like, I've got my knees on his biceps, and I'm just, like, slapping him in the face. Going, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Oh, yeah. You should just stop hitting yourself with him. Right, yeah. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> he doesn't stop hitting himself. Yes! I look at these guys, and I'm like, this, this is the best. <laughs> All right. Can we use some shackles? What's up? Can we use some shackles? Yeah, yeah, you can definitely try. You got shackles? Yeah. Oh. Good looking out. (laughs) Try as you might to restrain him. He's squiggling. Struggling is the word I was looking for. (laughs) Struggling. Like some sort of squiggly line may happen. 
and he's flailing, flailing his limbs too hard. This keeps he's flailing his limbs too hard to uh, be be contained. He, he's just flipping around like a golden retriever. He's flailing. Oh, he, wait, what? She wants to know if she can slap. Oh him. yeah, yeah, that's successful. You're slapping him. You're slapping him. He's flailing around. All right. Can I um, do something? Yeah. All right. So he's been slapped around a bunch. He's on the. Gr- he's pinned down. He's pinned down, but he can't be shackled because he's too flailing around. Yeah, that's fine. He doesn't need to be in shackles. Uh, can I? I want to stab this motherfucker with a poison dagger. I want to get on top of him and stab him in the heart with a poison dagger. Can I? Uh, Don't be afraid to get right behind me and reach over like Kelly McGillis and the Top Gun poster. I want to get behind you like uh, Demi Moore and go like I'm Swayze. Oh, okay. And goes, well, and I'm like, well, you're like Patrick Swayze. You stab someone with a poison dagger, Demi. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Allow me. But you're you're Swayze then if you're behind me. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. You got it too. Um, you you lunge towards him with your knife and do that Patrick Swayze thing, but it's all style over substance, and he just kind of grazes his robe, may, maybe. Yeah. Shouldn't try to do the Swayze. <laughs> common common problem. Cardinal mistake. Common mistake. All right, bring us home, Ridley. <laughs> He's calling for a closer here, a closing I, move, Ridley. I plant my feet. <laughs> No reference to any movie from the 90s. Smart, smart. I pull out my flaming sword and I fucking swing it right at his head. You do that. You hit him. Yes! And? In the side of the head. It's 10.08. The weak side? It's still the head. I mean, it's a... Serious, di- what is? It's a sword into the head. I mean, a what are people sword. complaining about? Yeah. We're looking for a closer here. We gotta, we got work in the morning. Well, I'm sorry. He's just doing a standard, non-hilarious attack. Anyway, does he gra- does he graze brain? He hits him right in the head, dealing twenty-two damage. Oh! Is that a closer? Blood pours from the wound, and then white light streams from his wound, consuming everything. You guys all can't see for a momentarily. Fine by me. I can't see. Can anybody see? I can't see. I have a feeling this guy's going down. I can't see yet. Do you say that blindly? Yeah. Okay, well, I, 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 I can't, I mean. We hear him making noises, probably. Yeah. Like, oh, the side of my head fucking hurts, dude. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. Shard of power, lend me your strength. Oh. <laughs> is that the is that is there more on the pad or is that the end? <laughs> is that the wait? dolphin expert. Thank you, Dave Horowitz and Ryan Ridley for a very Jewish, very edifying Harmontown. You're welcome. Uh, thank you, Zach and Dustin in the booth. Thank you, Nerd Mel. Uh,
I don't know. See you later. I know you think that it ain't too far. But I, I hear a call of a lifetime ring. Felt the need to get up for it. Oh, you cut out the middle man. You free from the middle man. You got no time for the messenger. Got no regard for the thing that you don't understand. You got no fear of the underdog. That's why you will not survive. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.